Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Vanderson. Today I will begin summarizing the reading from the Chronological Bible beginning on June the 25th, day 176. We begin reading Isaiah's Song of Praise for Salvation as a response to his prophecy about the day of the coming of Jesus and his millennial kingdom. He also prophesied that after much tribulation, Israel will eventually look to her creator. Then King Ahaz of Judah requested help from King Tiglathpezer of Assyria, who did come, but instead of helping, he attacked him. In response, Ahaz gave him valuables from the temple of the Lord as well as from his palace and the homes of his officials, but it did not improve his situation. Thinking that the Assyrian god must be more powerful than the god of Judah, Ahaz closed the temple and set up pagan altars to their idol. His son Hezekiah began ruling together with Ahaz, but his heart was right with God, as equal to David's. So his first order of business was to reinstate the worship of God. Up north in Israel, Hosea assassinated King Pekah, apparently with Assyria's assistance. But his secret conspiracy with Egypt landed him in an Assyrian prison. It was during this time that God began to give the prophet Hosea some very strange instructions, such as to marry and have children with an adulterous woman as an object lesson to Israel. Hosea represented God's faithfulness, his wife Gomer represented unfaithful Israel, and her children represented God's judgment on the situation. June the 26th, day 177, we read Hosea's prophecy that Israel will one day wholeheartedly return to God as an unfaithful wife who eventually returns to her husband. Then Hosea revealed more evidence of Israel's apostasy. A recurring complaint is that the people, and even the priests, do not know God, so the resulting consequence for their ignorance was always trouble. Quote, for as soon as trouble comes, they will earnestly search for me, being God. End quote. Hosea chapter 5 verse 15. Hosea then called for repentance, but the people loved their wickedness too much to seek God's forgiveness, especially the sins of fornication and violence. Unfortunately, when trouble comes, God will not immediately answer because they repeatedly and consistently committed sins of a high hand in the face of God. Hosea brought his adulterous wife back and isolated her from all sexual contact as a sign that one day, maybe today, the present age, she, Israel maybe, will exist for a long time without a king or prince, sacrifices, priests, or even idols, until Jesus returns to set up his millennial kingdom. Reference Ezekiel chapter 40 through Ezekiel chapter 48, and Zechariah chapter 12 through chapter 14, and Dr. MacArthur, Commentary on the Bible, 2005, page 974. June the 27th, day 178. We read entirely from Hosea. First, he announced Israel's punishment for their depravity and idolatry. Through Hosea, God lamented how Israel began fresh and clean, but soon became corrupt and vile as they increasingly took his blessings of prosperity for granted. So now the terrors of violence from within and without will overtake their homes. Among the prophesied pains are repeated calls for repentance, but since they refuse to serve the merciful God, they will be subject to unmerciful invaders. God revealed a personal vulnerability when he lamented, quote, My heart is torn within me, end quote. Reference chapter 11, verse 8. God evidenced Israel's sins, yet 
even in the midst of severe judgment, he tenderly offered restoration. June 28th, day 179. We read Isaiah's message to the people of Samaria, which was the capital of Israel to the north. Since they refused to listen to the plain words of God's law, now they will have to hear from him through the foreign language of their vicious oppressors. The Assyrians did invade and deport all the Israelites to a foreign land. Then, to disrupt their cultural cohesiveness, they imported conquered foreigners from other lands to mix with and repopulate the land of Israel. God killed some of them with wild lions because he was not being properly worshipped. So the king of Assyria sent some of the Lord's exiled priests back to teach religious protocol to these imported foreign occupiers. However, they continued to also worship their own gods. We call this religious syncretism. Then Isaiah warned the residents of Judah that they were going to be the next ones to be invaded if they did not repent. June 29th, day 180. We read God's message through Isaiah to Jerusalem, the capital of Judah of the south. God will take revenge on his enemies. These are not foreign nationals. These are all who oppress the poor and helpless, who love bribes and corruption, and all who refuse to know him. Yet, quote, those who repent will be revived by righteousness, end quote. Reference Isaiah chapter 1, verse 27. Part of the judgment will be the strife and stress found rampant among neighbors and family members. The leadership will become so weak that there will be no prerequisite qualifications required for candidates, except that he simply owns a coat. But, quote, tell the godly that all will be well for them. They will enjoy the rich reward they have earned, end quote. Reference Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. Those who, quote, never think about the Lord or notice what he is doing, end quote, reference chapter 5, verse 12, will be deported. But in the final days, God will purge the land and the righteous international believers will sing while they ascend to the house of God for true worship. Reference Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. June the 30th, day 181. We read about the death of King Ahaz in Judah of the south and that his son Hezekiah succeeded him. Hezekiah will prove to be a good king who was referenced over 100 times collectively by the authors of the books of 2 Kings and 1st and 2nd Chronicles, Jeremiah, Hosea, and Micah. But before we read about him, we read Isaiah's prophecies against Babylon, Assyria, Philistia, and Moab. God explained his objective by describing the drama of a wine grower whose vines produced sour grapes, even though all the conditions for success were present. In his disappointment, he destroyed the entire plant. Isaiah's prophecy against the king of Babylon strangely includes a mixture of elements that include the description of Satan's failed attempt to overthrow heaven. Isaiah's prophecy against Moab includes a promise that one of David's descendants will assume the throne as a perfect king. It appears that he is describing the essence of Jesus during his millennial reign. July the 1st, day 182. This is the halfway point of the year. We read how King Hezekiah of Judah in the south initiated a major cleanup and rededication of the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. The temple had been repeatedly ransacked and pillaged by former kings of Judah and various invaders. In addition, after his father, King Ahaz, closed the temple, that's found in the June 25th reading, it fell into disrepair and became filled with pagan idols and defiled objects. 
It took eight days just to clear a way to the temple's entrance. King Hezekiah sent runners throughout Judah and the former territories of Israel to invite the people to come to worship in Jerusalem. Most of the people just laughed at them, but some of the people did humble themselves and returned to the temple. God enabled them to purge all signs of idolatry and to make sacrifices. Since the priests had not kept themselves prepared, the people offered the sacrifices themselves. The priests were shamed into action. Hezekiah prayed and God forgave the people for their error in sacrificing because they worshipped with enthusiasm and with a whole heart. The people who formerly relocated from Israel to Jerusalem, found in the June 8th reading, brought a huge tithe with them. This money was divided amongst the priests and Levites that dedicated themselves to the temple responsibilities. God blessed King Hezekiah and made him successful in response to his authentic worship. This ends this week's summaries of readings. My next episode will pick up on July the 2nd, day 183. Congratulations, we are halfway through summarizing the entire Bible. I look forward to your visit then. May God bless you.